I think that's working. All right, let's. I don't know why I clap. I don't need to sync two things. I always forget that. All right. All right. You got my attention. <laughs> Welcome to the fifth episode of Survivor in Session. Today I have Aaron Meredith from season 39, Island of the Idols. Welcome. How's it going? Thanks, brother. It's going great. Just trying to stay inside and quarantine and, you know, stay out of the uh, madness that's outside. Quarantine is great for me because I wasn't going to go outside anyways. <laughs> yeah, self-quarantining. <laughs> I, got, I got plenty, all the world, all the time in the world to do podcasts. So exactly. So yeah. how did you feel about episode five? I know we're, we're almost a week late on this. That's my fault, but uh, yeah, nah, how, was, uh, I, how did you feel about episode five? The swap episode is always, it's always an entertaining episode. I mean, some seasons there's two, but I'm... I'm imagining probably one swap this this season i thought it was pretty entertaining um you know i'm not a huge boston rob guy uh and i you know he got he had a pretty bad shake but uh all in all i you know i thought we we had some pretty good dynamics with the three tribes that were split into um and uh yeah i mean i i I was entertained by this episode i think the three tribe swap is like i disagree with the three tribe swap if you're going from two to three like, I think you could go, like, three to three, but two to three just seems like they got to build a new camp, and that's so much energy and just, like, time put into that. I mean, I guess DeCall kind of built a whole new camp. Um, or, sorry, I mean, Sele built a whole no, new camp. There's no part of Survivor that's fair. There's there's that's nothing true. in Survivor that's fair. So, and it's, it's, it is a huge aspect of luck to this game. So if you end up on that green tribe, it's unlucky. But but there's so many other unlucky situations in the, in this game, so... I'm not opposed to, to two to three. I actually like it. It gives, you know, a, a big opportunity to to make some moves and some shifts in the game as opposed to going two to two. You go two to two, kind of like my season where um, Lyra ended up with, with you know, on the, on the wrong side of the numbers. Old Lyra or new Lyra ended up on the wrong side of the numbers. New, uh, new Lyra. It, it, it's just, it, you know, you leave an opportunity for Pagonging. Exactly. And Pagonging is like never interesting to watch. I mean, I think we get a lot more interesting dynamics with when when it's not a Pagonging, when the numbers aren't so clear. Right. And That's I think, why I like Yeah. And I think we got that. Like Rob said, like with five, you can't hide. You really can't hide behind anybody when there's only five people left. And like, who do you think got the most unlucky out of this out of this swap? I would say, I mean, optics wise, honestly, I would think Tony. Um, simple fact, because if you look at the breakdown, who has advantage advantages, Sandra has a idol that she has to use. Um, Denise has an idol. Kim has an idol. Jeremy has a get out of jail free card and Tony has nothing. So in the event that, uh, what is it? Are they selling now? Are they the call? So if the call ends up going to tribal council and somebody plays one advantage, Tony's going to get Siri out. And I don't want to see that. That w- that would be really unfortunate for a strong player. So I'm hoping that they don't ever go to tribal council. But I would say Tony definitely. He doesn't know it. He wouldn't know. But looking at it now as a fan, he had the worst shake out of anybody. Period. Yeah, because he's in like he's in a tribe where everyone has a way to like save themselves. And Tony's also on. It didn't look like he was on the bad side of the numbers, but he ultimately is on how it shaked out with both Jeremy going to Kim and then Kim going to Denise and her already being on the outs from the first vote. Yeah, I could, I, I could see it being really messy. If they go to tribal council, I imagine somebody's playing an idol. And I think once somebody plays an idol, another person's going to play. You get two people playing an advantage. The other two are going to play their advantage and Tony's gone. Yeah. And the thing I'm most worried about is that like, what's what actually works in Tony's favor is that Jeremy 
once he plays his uh, advantage, he can't vote. So then it goes to a 2-2 split. And, I mean, like, Denise and Kim can play their idol, and then Sandra can play her idol, and then he just goes. Yeah. Which would suck, man. Those tribals, like, as exciting as they are to watch as a fan, it's just a sad way to go out. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine if that was the way that my game ended by just being idled out or advantage out, catching zero votes. Um, I could see it happening if they if they do go to tribal council. So my fingers are crossed because Tony's one of my favorite players. I'm hoping that he avoids tribal council and that they, he ends up making it to the merge. And that scenario doesn't ever come to fruition. Well, I don't think it. In the challenge, they were able to like pull up from behind. I think they were the farthest behind, just getting through that physical obstacle course, and then they just came out on top i think right after uh i think they were the first ones to win yeah i mean the, the puzzle's the equalizer and that's what you know it, you know people always talk about physical strength this and that but challenges come down to your ability to do puzzles and you saw it right there these, these guys came from behind and ended up pulling the upset off if you want to call it that because they just crushed the puzzle and i think that happened actually last episode as well where they were getting crushed and they ended up coming back and winning on, on the puzzle so it really comes down to you know the ability to do puzzles and and um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah see I don't even know like who so who's a strong puzzle person in that tribe I mean I, I uh, on Tony's tribe I would have to say that like I'm I'm honestly not sure I mean Jeremy was pretty solid I think Jer did Jeremy do a puzzle yet I don't I don't, I don't think so Jeremy no I don't know I think it was. It wasn't Sandra. No, I think Jeremy was. Yeah, was it Jeremy? I don't remember. I don't even remember who did that puzzle. I don't remember, but I feel like like none of them are like those like puzzle puzzle people. Like Rob is a puzzle person, even though he hasn't like really shown up in terms of puzzles. I mean, he got it finally on that third try, which pulled him uh, through to to swap. Right, right. So yeah, I, I think know. I think they're like for Yara to lose that huge lead like really sucked for them. But I also think it really worked out in Sarah and Sophie's favor. Like, I think they played that really well, especially with how the the numbers sh shook out for them. Yeah, I mean, Sarah and Sophie are phenomenal social players, and you, and you saw them go to work. They spent enough time with Ben and, and Adam to realize that, you know, Rob was the odd man out there, and they were so confident in their ability to, I guess, pull the information from those two that they didn't have to play their advantages. And that's a huge, that's a huge move in its own right there. We're not having like being in a tribe of five people, you have two advantages. You don't have to play those advantages. And then now you essentially take the numbers back because Sarah and Sophie now control that tribe. Whoever they want to go home is going to go home and they probably still don't even have to use their advantages. So that was a huge move for, for both of them. I, I thought an advantage was going to come out going into that tribal. I saw Ben literally look at one of them and mouth Rob and I still was like like I, I was still unsure about who was going to go home because like for them to come together would have like worked it would have worked fine but also not coming together was like definitely the better option you know it was it's one of those things where you know you don't see everything that's going on and I and I think that Sarah and Sophie had enough time together with Ben and Adam while Rob wasn't there for them to discuss the scenario of what, what was going on and and they felt strong enough to not have to play the advantages and again that's a strong social game to be that confident that you don't have to play an advantage obviously adam and ben are, are pretty pretty big tells and i think sarah and sophie picked up on that well that tribe came in and once they came together at the water well all the cracks started showing nothing was that's left 
on like nothing was left covered i mean it was simultaneously like really funny but also like really cringy to see all of them talk about how they blindsided each other and how none of them were like gonna work together that, yeah, that, sitting, that was crazy and on those two that's music to my ears that's exactly what i want to hear I want to know that this person blindsided this person. This person doesn't trust this person because they were sick. That, that's all you need. That's all the information you need. And these guys literally just spilled the beans. And, you know, I mean, again, call it good gameplay or bad gameplay. I don't know necessarily from a social standpoint that that was the right thing to do with Ben and Adam. Um, I just think that they had up there, they were up to their wits end with Rob and they were going to vote him out regardless of, of Saren and Sophie you know, socially capitalizing on that situation. I still think Rob would have went home no matter who you put in that situation. Yeah, I mean, Ben, <laughs> Ben seen uh, his confessional where he was like, I cannot get away from Rob. This is ridiculous. I can't escape. And like he, he has wanted Rob out since like day like three. Yeah, I, I think it was, uh, I mean, the writing was on the wall. It was, it, this was one of the most obvious boots for me as a fan to watch that Rob was going home. I mean, he foreshadowed it a little bit in, in uh, his confessional where he talked about, um, you know, I hate these things. I hate swaps. Uh, he talked about his first season in Marquesas where he was in control. Yeah. And it kind of edit has shown him being in control of Sele to swapping now where he essentially lost all control. He had no control of that tribe. Yeah. He has, he had no control. He was like losing control as the swap happened in Sele. Oh yeah. Yeah. He had control with the Danny vote and then everything just slipped. After the after the uh, Natalie vote and after the Danny vote, everything just slipped out of his hands and swap came at possibly a good time if it shaked out for him. I mean, the swap came at the best time I thought for Adam after what happened last episode where he was acting like a like a, a puppy. And I mean, I guess it worked out in Adam's favor. Yeah, for the time being, uh, I, don't, I don't see Adam's longevity in this game. Uh, I really don't see socially how he's going to able to, you know, he's going to be able to pull himself up from. The, the blunders that he made. Um, I, I, I don't see him going too deep in the game. Uh, if they go to tribal council again, I could see Adam going home for sure. Um, I would keep Ben in the game. I would take Adam out personally, if it was me. So, you know, I don't know how safe Adam is, you know, it, it, yeah, the, the swap worked out for him in his favor for this particular tribal. But if they go to tribal again, I think Adam would definitely go home. I think so too, because Ben, Ben will simply tell them Adam's the kind of person that tried to play both sides already. What's to say he's not going to do it again. And then he, he goes, it's, it's too easy almost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't see a situation where he gets out of it. So like to move on from the Yara tribe to talk about people that have longevity in this game, I believe Yul has a lot of longevity in this game, but that's also just cause I love Yul. And what do you think of this new Sally tribe with uh, this whole X X on the beach situation? So I'm trying to, you know, watch this as obviously as a fan, but also understanding how the edit works yeah. and seeing who gets good content, right? Because a lot of uh, how the season plays out goes into the content that people give in their confessionals. And I think this was a really bad episode for Wendell. Um, I don't know necessarily know that this swap was good for him because he ended up getting the worst uh, confessional material out of the Wendell Michelle dynamic, right? You have Parvati doing what Parvati does. Potentially, I, I, I think a lot of her content is based off the fact that she's loved by Survivor. She's loved by production and the team. So she's going to get good content no matter what she says or what she does. Um, so the two people I really think are in trouble here are Parvati and Wendell. I think Michelle's got really good footing in the game. and She's getting good content, at least. 
Yule is getting really good content. He had the great emotional piece about Penner and his wife in the beginning. So I think Yule's all right. And then Nick really haven't gotten much from Nick, but I don't see Nick. I don't see Nick making it too deep in the game, but I also don't think he's, he's in jeopardy right now. I think it's going to come between if they go to tribal council, it's going to come down to Wendell and Parvey. I think those are the two that are going to be the focal points. Um, and I think Parvey's in trouble. I, I think, think I think Parvati is uh, like uh, in the most trouble because Yul knows like Yul targeted Parvati very early in Cook Islands once that like merge happened and it just got delayed and delayed and delayed because uh, I think it was was his name Nick told Wendell hey like or sorry not Wendell Nick told Yul if you keep me in the game and you vote these people out first I'll give you my vote at the end and that actually won him the game. So yeah. Yul understands how persuasive Parvati can be, and and right. and so do Wendell and Nick, exactly. because they they're super fans. They're gonna like Parvati got in, in such a bad trap where she is she's the biggest threat. She's in a really bad spot, and I I don't know that there's anything that she can do. I don't. She's phenomenal what she does, but socially I don't see Yul falling for her game. I don't. I definitely don't see Wendell falling for a game, and I think Nick. I, I, they would probably show Nick as a swing vote in this, but I would like to think that Nick has enough sense to not be swayed by the two girls um, and and vote out Wendell. I, I don't see Yule going home. Yeah, I think if they go to tribal, like the edit will be like, oh, like what's Nick gonna do? But when Nick got on this tribe, he was like, I couldn't have picked a better tribe if I wanted to. I could not have picked having Yule and Wendell. Like I wouldn't pick anybody else because they're the two he feels closest to. So he has no reason to flip. Wendell has no reason to flip. He's not going to go like against Yul and Nick. And it's just such a solid three where there's no cracks. And Parvati and Michelle couldn't find those cracks at all. That's how it looks now. But I, 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 again, this will come down to Nick. I could see potential foreshadowing in the fact of him saying, you know what, I'm in a great spot. And then we see the next episode and Parvati does what Parvati does. Because we saw him spill the beans to her that that was his high school crush, right? So that's really good content for Parvati. So I could see Nick actually getting pulled into Michelle and uh, Parvati. If there's any of the three guys that are going to get swayed, it's going to be Nick. So I would not be surprised if Nick goes over and Wendell ends up, ends up going home. That, that would not be surprised. That would scare me. I don't want to see that happen. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's hard. It's, this season is so fun because... I have lots of favorites that are playing the game right now. So, like, I don't want to see anybody go home. You know, seeing exactly, Tyson get yeah. voted out sucked. You know, Ethan getting voted out sucked. Um, you know, it just – those – to me, like, I didn't want to see those guys leaving. You know, and you've got – you know, oh, there's a bunch of, like, Kim left in the game. I, I like Kim's game. I think Sophie's an awesome player. I think Sarah's a great player. Tony is one of my favorites. Like, anytime anybody goes home, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I Yeah, that's so true. I just think anybody – anybody go home sucks but i think like these guys got the best swap they could i mean yule is sitting pretty relatively until until they go to tribal and we've already talked about how tony got like absolutely the worst swap for him and man like tony and sandra were talking about like how there's these lions and the hyenas and the lions need to stick together the hyenas are gonna come it was a very colorful metaphor but they were Tony was essentially saying we need to keep Kim around because she's our shield. Absolutely, because I would I would perceive Tony as a lion, Sandra as a lion, Kim as a lion for sure, and then you're left with Denise and Jeremy. I wouldn't consider Jeremy a lion. I think Jeremy is a very very strong player, but I wouldn't consider him a a, a strategic lion, right? 
where where from the perception standpoint of the rest of the players, Jeremy's not going to be as perceived as high of a perceived threat as a Tony, as a Sandra, or as a Kim. Yeah, um, so and that's not to right. say he's a bad player. He's there's no, just bigger players around him. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is a great is a great spot to be in for Jeremy. I think Jeremy's in a really good spot, um, given you know the people who you know who he's on a tribe with right now and who he's playing the game with. So Jeremy is another one of my uh, contenders who who I think could could. Make I, yeah, I agree. Uh, Jeremy can go very far, especially with the amount of control he was able to grab in Sele once him and Michelle got in cahoots. If that comes up again in the future, if somehow Michelle survives this swap and Jeremy also survived this swap and they get to merge, and then if Nat gets back, that's a power trio right there. It's over. You see, that's the thing is I, I think that would be detrimental <laughs> to Jeremy's game to have Nat get back in the game. As much as I would love to see it, a power trio when you're merging with 12 people doesn't really do anything yeah because you still don't have numbers that's that's actually a detriment you know if you you remember back to my season you had me myself and and elizabeth or missy and elizabeth that was awful like for us to be in that trio because we immediately were targeted so i don't know that a a power trio is something that you actually want i think i I just want to see it play out (laughs) yeah i mean i think it would be great i love nat and she's she's an awesome competitor um but having her on the edge is actually helping jeremy out a lot which which jeremy is, is is one of my favorite players so it's good to see. Yeah, Jeremy's Jeremy's killing it. I wish we got a little bit of edge. I know we got a lot last week, but I just wish we got a little snippet of what, like, even the Tyson scene that was a secret scene didn't show much, and I don't like there was just not anything that really happened on Edge. I wish we were shown like a little bit of what Tyson was doing. I know we're getting like a bigger Edge sequence next episode, and next episode we're all supposed to get two vote outs, which oh boy, it's probably gonna be the same tribal sitch as. Whichever one loses first. Wait, no, that wouldn't work. I don't know that you're going to have... I was thinking, like, it might be the one where a tribe watches. Like, one tribe goes first and then watches, but... There's a reward, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how they... I I don't know. Like, like Ghost Island. I think Ghost Island did that, where Mm -hmm. they broke into two. They actually came back, and they came back to the same beach, so they were able to strategize together, and then one tribe went voted out, and then they got to watch the other tribe. I think that happened... That happened Ghost in season 39, too. That happened in your season. So so the way it worked with us is we split into two tribes. And, and during March, that's what it was, yeah. To two separate beaches. Yeah. So that was... That sucked. You know, hmm. but that's a whole other... Another, another situation, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, man, like, um, I don't know... So I don't know that we got too much from the edge because... If you think about it, we we had three tribes, so you had to get the dynamic of all yeah, three tribes. Yeah, I mean, and you, and the idol hunt happening, right? Right. So we just, I just don't think that we would have saw anything from the edge. We'll see some more next yeah. next week, especially with Robin and uh and Amber together with Tyson. That'll oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I well, people on the Reddit are calling for longer Survivor episodes now that sports are canceled. I don't know. I mean, I, I think there should be longer Survivor episodes. Period. I don't. I don't know why sixty minutes is. It has to be sixty minutes. I mean, it's think like, about it's like it's like thirty-seven. Realistically, it's like thirty-seven max. max. You know, The Bachelor gets two hours. Oh, really? Know? I don't yeah, watch The Bachelor. Man, challenge gets ninety minutes. I, you know, he, he, Survivor should get at least ninety minutes. How are we not get getting ninety minutes? It's been up for twenty years. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. And it's a, and it's a prime time slot. It's eight o'clock. So, I. You got me. Damn. Damn. Well, talking about that idol hunt, I mean, do you think that Rob was at a disadvantage here because he was like, he's only found an idol with like four clues. All of these players are 
except for Yule, fairly new school. I mean, Sarah's played with like the whole, like you just find an idol randomly. I think Sophie played with that. Like all of them have, except for maybe Yule. So do you think Rob yeah. is at like a huge disadvantage here with him being like super old school in a tribe of like, Yule's been able to adapt to the new school game. So like everyone's pretty new school around him. You know, it's so hard because just like what Rob said, you're literally out there walking in the jungle and you, you, you I mean, it's, it's, it's a canvas. It's a, it's a, it's a infinity canvas and you're trying to, to find a needle in a haystack literally. So when Rob sat there and said like, I don't know. I like, just see jungle. I don't know that anybody knows what they're looking for. Right. Like, I mean, yes, you're looking for something wrapped in your tribe's color. Like that's but also the tribe color is green. So you're fucked. Yeah, it's not something that people don't know. Like, it's not like Rob didn't know he's looking for something yeah. green. Like you're looking for something green, and like you're looking in crevices. That's where idols are hidden. You're hidden in crevices. So if you stumbled upon the right crevice, you're in luck. But like realistically, trying to find an idol out there, and 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 it the edit doesn't do it justice because people search hours. Yeah, the edit shows it for like three seconds. Exactly. So the idol's not found that quick. Since some situations, I guess, but but generally, I, I don't think an idol's found that fast. Yeah, I mean, like, Rob, do you think Rob, like, overall was able to adapt to the new school game? Do you think he was, like, trying really hard? Like, I thought Ethan was doing, like, a pretty good job, and he just had an unfortunate ending. Like, Ethan was somehow just held on and played the new school game for the amount of time it was in the game, and then just got unlucky in how things shook out with that vote. Yeah, I thought Ethan was doing really well from, from an adaption standpoint, and I just I think it just boiled down to him being associated with Rob. And that's why he got voted out. I, it's, I think that's purely the reason why he got voted out was because of his association with Rob. And yeah. Jeremy and Michelle wanted to keep the shields around. Um, but I think Rob is not adapting at all to the changing game, the, 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 the social dynamic. He was able to win his season with a bunch of, you know, sheep, if you want to call it that, who just literally did everything he told them to do. And, and he was also was, a returning player in that season. Correct. And like in a season like this, you're not going to be able to tell people what to do. Like they might allow you to do it for a little bit because it's great. Like Rob, you're my shield. I'm going to hide behind you because no, if everybody's looking at you, they're not looking at me. Um, but I don't see where Rob tried to change his game up to eventually win the game. I don't know how he wins the game playing the game that he's playing right now. I don't know how he would win that game playing with a bunch of newbies who know the game playing the game he's playing right now um i just i just thought he failed to to really adapt to um the landscape of what survivors like now and you know the buddy system is not going to work yeah well i've always seen the buddy system as something that will work once but will never work again because everyone can smell it immediately and then you're done for right absolutely you tell somebody like you tell me not to leave camp to, because that's how i'm going to earn your trust you've just lost my trust yeah, because obviously you don't trust me already, so Correct. I'm, I'm yeah, out. I'll, I'll pacify you, right? And I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll nod and I'll tell you, yeah, sure, I'll stay at camp. But, like, you've just lost my trust because you've just shown me that you don't trust me. Like, you have to tell me to stay at camp. I don't know. I, I, I don't, you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, Rob, is a, he, he's played the game 50,000 times. Um, and you would think that, you know, somebody who's played the game as, as often as, as much as he has um, would be able to adapt and change his, his strategy and his style. But I think what Rob is Rob, like what, what we see is what, who Rob is like, that's him, you know, that's, that's Boston Rob. Um, you know, well, what do you think Rob should have done to like, what do you, what do you like, 
if you're Rob, what do you do in that scenario where you're kind of caught up? You've watched, you've been watching Survivor. You were present during 39, so you saw how fast everything was moving, and you realize, okay, I need to adapt. I think he's fast enough for the game. I think he's fast enough to like maneuver, but he was still like using, he was still like depending on what he won with when it wouldn't have worked again. So like, what do you think Rob should have done? Well, I mean, you know, rule number one, don't try to control the game. You know, it's, and you can see it right now, the people that try to control the game get voted out. And that's just what happens. You know, Rob is, and I, and this is a pot calling the kettle black. I like to be in control. And that got me into some situation early in the game uh, where I almost got voted out, you know, first. So playing the game of Survivor, like before the merge, before swap, you can't try to be in a, in a power position to try to control who does what and make the moves there. Like that is not going to win you the game. That's only pointing, putting a target on your back to say this person is really strategic and we're going to vote him out because of, he's, he's so strategic. And everybody knows Rob. Everybody knows Rob is a challenge threat. I just I think he was drawing blanks. The way that Rob potentially could have made it a little bit deeper was to play a more passive game. But again, we're talking about like personality here. I just think that's who he is. That's his personality. You know, that was like me. Like I'm, I'm trying to tell myself, just play less, do less. You know, it's just not it's in you. Easier said than done. Yeah, and I always thought Rob coming into this season, you know, everyone already sees him as the Godfather. So it's either do I assume this role? And just like take control or do I just have this target on my back and not take the role, but the target is still there. And I think he chose that first option of if people are going to look at me this way, might as well do it. That's I mean, that's that's the obviously the clear route that he took. I don't know that that was the right route. I, obviously, it's easier to Monday morning quarterback right now, not yeah. playing the game than like after the fact of him getting voted out. I would be I would I would have liked to see Rob change up his gameplay. Even if it got him voted out, I would have liked to see him do that. Knowing how he plays and knowing how people perceive him, if he could have completely changed his perception or at least tried to paint a different picture, I would have been impressed, right? Like still it's, he still probably would have got voted out. I don't know that he could have done anything. I think I think he's drawing blanks the second that he hits that beach, especially with his wife there. I don't see any scenario that he makes it deep in the game. Um, but it would have been nice to see him try to change it. Somebody's trying to get in. <laughs> well, I'm social distancing, buddy. We're good. I hope you can fight him with one arm, man. <laughs> I, have my, I have my attack dog on the call right now. Well, do you think there's any way, like, even in this tribe, Rob could have done absolutely anything? Like, like I, 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 he couldn't find the idol. Like, he didn't have any advantages. Is Like, the buddy system obviously didn't work. So, would letting you know, Ben and Adam run around, be better, or because Sophie didn't want to play with Rob, like, was Rob just SOL here? So Sophie and Sarah are too good of players to go home with advantages, and uh, Ben is too much of a tell to try to pull a fast one over on Sophie and, and Sarah. I think that in any situation where Rob had some footing and some traction, that Sarah and Sophie both would have played their idol, and they would have chose who went home, and Rob goes home. Sarah yeah. and Sophie are not keeping Rob in the game. They're not keeping Rob. He does nothing for either of them. Well, he they so, were even like, Rob is just bad for tribe, like, camp life. Exactly. Because he just is too intimidating for everybody. And there's, there's no scenario situation where those two are going to side with Rob. There's no situation. Rob's only play was to try to go to Sophie and Sarah and sell, sell them his soul 
and like plead his game to them and plead loyalty. I don't know that they would have been gullible enough to, to, to fall for that. But that was that was his was the flip on Ben or Adam. Yeah. And yeah. that's it's too bad that he didn't do that. But that literally would have been his only play to come out of this unscathed. I mean, it worked. It, it it worked for Tyson in the Amber vote out, but I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think it would have worked for Rob. I think like people are more okay keeping Tyson around for a few more days yeah. than they are keeping Rob around. And Tyson's a different social player than Rob. And Rob tries to control people. He try. He, he looks at people as chess pieces in this big game of Survivor. Tyson doesn't play the game like that. So I think Tyson would have could have for sure got himself out of this situation, and one of Ben or Adam would have got home. Surely off of the fact that you know you can't be tr- they can't be trusted. Yeah. But Rob, I don't even if Rob played that and that was his pick, I think Sophie and Sarah are too savvy to, to fall for that. Well, so to talk about Ben, I mean Ben's been seen as a wild card this whole season, and I mean it's not like he's it changed that much this episode. I mean, he told Rob, I'm not writing your name down, and then completely flipped, obviously. So do you like do you think Ben is gonna cement himself or is this gonna get him killed? Is him being a constant wild card just gonna? Yeah, I, I mean, again, Ben's not getting—he's not getting good content. Um, so just going off of the edit piece, I don't see Ben Ben's longevity in the game. Um, I think it's just they haven't highlighted any like strategic move. I haven't seen Ben do anything positive. Um, I, yeah, I, I think just Ben is a sitting duck right now. So I mean, in the event that they go to tribal council, it's either Ben or Adam are gonna go home. And I don't know that there's anything Ben can do about it, right? It's it's ultimately going to come down who Sarah, Sarah and Sophie decide is going to go home, and that's who's going to go home. But Ben is, to me, I think Ben is just a sitting duck. Eventually, he's going home eventually. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think you're right. I, I don't I, know any scenario that people that people are going to look at Ben and say, we can use this guy, especially his win was heavily predicated on finding idols. So is that somebody that you want to get into a situation where you merge, and this dude is just finding idol left after left, you know, left after right, and just... No, I mean, I, I don't want to play with somebody that could just find idol like in the dark, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think Ben, Ben goes home if they go to tribal. Well, so now there's, now there's three idols in play. There's what? There's four, four, <laughs> there's four idols in play. We have a safety without power and a steal of vote. So there's six advantages in the game right now. And Oh my God! Are there gonna be more? Like these fire tokens have completely—I mean, three of the, three out of those six advantages have nothing to do with fire tokens, but three of them do. These fire tokens are completely insane, and like Parvati has what four now, five now? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Does she have five? So uh, she got two. She got two from Rob. Two from Rob. One from Ethan, and she has one. Sorry, she has four. She's got yeah. four. And I think uh, Natalie has four as well. <laughs> I mean, what Natalie's rich. I think five gets you an idol, right? Uh, just flat out, I think. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember the menu, but I know that um, Sandra bought hers for like one fire token from Natalie. But I think that's yeah, if somebody on hers her expires. sends it to Sandra's expires. Oh, I think that's should. right. Yeah. Whatever tribal that she goes to, she's going to use it. Well, so do you think Sandra will pull out this idol at the next tribal? If, if she goes when... If she goes to tribal, well, when she goes to tribal, let's say it's within the swap tribe. Do you think that she'll pull out this idol? I mean, she just saw, like, Rob go home. She knows all the big threats are on the chopping block. She knows that Kim has probably flipped. 
I mean, we we ha we obviously didn't see everything. They probably tried to play a lot of social game with Kim and try and pull her back in because Tony talked to her about we got to keep Kim around. We can just get rid of her. Do you see Sandra just throwing out this idol and being like, I'm not going home. No way. I think Sandra is better than that. Um, the other alternative would be to, to be so confident in the game and then keep it as a fake and not play it because it expires, I believe. Like I think it expires for her. No, does she have one or two more tribal councils for it? One more because DeCaul's been to two tribals. Yeah, so she has to play it right now. So if she, the, her other option is to keep it in her pocket and keep it as a fake. I can't see any scenario where that is a better idea for her given the fact of who she is. I think I would if I had put put a percentage on it, I would say ninety five percent chance, ninety nine percent chance that she plays her idol. I would be shocked if she doesn't play her idol. I'd be shocked. Well, if she if she plays her just not me strategy and it comes down and it shakes out, okay, Tony's the obvious vote. Do you think she'd shake up the game enough to play it on Tony, save him, and just have one of the other three go home? Do you think she'll ever play it on Tony? She'll no. she'll save herself. At the end of the day, no. she'll save no. herself. I can't see a situation where she's not selfish and doesn't and doesn't take care of herself. No. Sandra's not somebody who I would ever play the game with and think that that is ever. Ever. So I I don't I don't see how she, why she would play an idol for Tony. I think it's just you know tribal to, tribal to tribal, as long as it's not me. Yeah, and I think that travel the travel game is what has worked twice. I mean, why if that's that's one strategy you can do more than once, not like the buddy system. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Especially in a game where there's a bunch of lions. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you, want, you want Tony out? All right, sure. It's not me. Take Tony out. Take him out. Yeah, out. sure. And once she gets to merge, I mean, if she gets to merge, that's even easier. She's not a challenge threat. She's not winning any challenges. Period. So why not keep Sandra in the game? That's 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 the the flawed logic with any survivor player, and that's I guess that frustrates me as a more of a physical guy more than anything is that you get rewarded for actually not being physical because Sandra is not a threat to win any challenges. Yeah, I mean she's sat out twice now, and like because she like the tribe understands that it's not helpful to them, and she understands it as well. And well, I mean when when they were two tribes, I mean she understood it and it was totally fine like i'm yeah i mean i, I mean strategy I don't, know her stats. I don't know her stats but i don't think she's ever won individual immunity oh crazy that's intense I don't, I don't know i couldn't tell you <laughs> i don't know i don't so, i don't have this <laughs> i don't have the stats yeah, lined it's, up it's, it's easy for her to like basically basically take me out at six take yeah. me out at seven to use me that's her strategy. Is use me. You who do who do you want to get out? I can be your your pawn. And I can I can be your number. Yeah. Find the highest bidder. So I'll find, you know I'm gonna go to you next. Who do you want to go home? I'll help you. You got two votes. That's her strategy. It's a it's a good strategy. It's so smart too. Yeah. I wish I could play that. I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's it might only work for her. She might be working some some Sandra magic that we don't get to see. Yeah. And I mean, she's she's such a great player. I like. I want to see more. There's the thing is with this edit, there's so much going on. Three tribes, Edge of Extinction, which is basically four tribes. You got tribal going on, and you got a challenge. There's so much going on. Like goddamn. Oh, you've completely frozen for me. Hello. There you are. There you are. 
Oh my freaking god, dude! I don't know what happened, man. Got it. Your internet went self quarantine. <laughs> yes, it said it said no more internet. All right, and we're back. <laughs> What the fuck were we talking about before, dude? I don't even remember. We're talking about Ben, I think. I think we're talking about Ben. Ben. Maybe. Ben's a wild card. Um, wild, card yeah. wild, wild card Ben. We got X on the beach. There's not enough time in Survivor. That's what I was saying. We need more time. But um, what did you think of the whole X on the beach scenario with Wendell and Michelle? How uh, yeah. how did you it, feel about that? That was not... It was awkward. It was whew, real it was, awkward. It was, really awkward you know and, and you, i don't know the, the history you know i personally i've met both wendell and michelle um i didn't actually i didn't know that they had dated uh, until yeah until neither the did i so i didn't know i you know i didn't know the how, how, how lengthy of a relationship that they had but uh yeah i mean that's just a weird confessional to give in the game of survivor that's a weird conversation to have and i'm assuming there were some prodding questions right like they didn't voluntarily throw that information out I'm, I'm sure the the producers you know fed that information oh, you for sure wendell, wendell really didn't want to answer questions about their relationship yeah i mean wendell looked more uncomfortable answering than michelle did wendell gave a very like you guys just can we just play like please that's exactly what he gave was like all right i'll humor you and answer your question but we kicked it like i think that's how he described it was yeah yeah, we we kicked it. It's we, weird. We kicked- like I, I couldn't imagine. Like I couldn't imagine if I went out there, and even if we dated for a month, my ex was out there. I, oh, I, that'd still be uncomfortable. Like it's just like so weird. And like I, I wouldn't judge him at all for what he said out there. It's awkward. There's a ton of producers. It's not their, it's not their life. It's also not our life because he knows that's gonna be aired. Like. The fact, I feel like both of them knew once they got put on that tribe, they were like, this is TV gold right here. Yeah. Like, the producers must have just been smiling ear to ear. Like, we have our like, content. This is great. This, yeah, is, this is easy. Is this is Absolutely. easy mode. At some point in time, it was going to happen. If, if they stayed in through the merge and they hit the merge beats together, I guarantee that was going to be questions that were, that were asked. Oh, man. The it's, producers were just... They- <laughs> tough dynamic in this game because... You know, again, you don't know what what happened in their relationship. So you don't know if somebody violated somebody else's trust. Yeah, or- I mean, Michelle said he broke her trust outside of the game. I'm not going to say what's no. true or not. Not my business. Always like, two sides to every story. Exactly. Right? I'm not going to make assumptions. Like, that's not no, okay. I'm, neither am I. So so you don't know. We don't know the, the true story behind what went on there. Um, but regardless, being on an island playing the game of Survivor with your ex- I don't care how the relationship ended would be very, very difficult to navigate. Oh yeah, for sure. Extremely difficult to navigate, especially if you were the perpetrator and you called the relationship off. Do you like break the, their trust again? Like, Oh man, dude, I'm trust thinking, trust? I'm thinking about if I got, if I was on survivor with my ex, I'd be like, Oh God, terrible. it's terrible. You can be the bad guy, right? Because if, if I try to get buddy, buddy with, with my ex, and I end up stabbing my ex in the back again if I if I like broke it off like in the real world on national television. There's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from that. So I'm hoping that there's no scenario or situation where that it goes down like that for either Michelle or Wendell. Um, Man, let's just hope they don't go to tribal. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just hope that either one of their vote outs are is not spurred from the other one uh, stabbing him in the back. So. I hope the players are. 
too mature for that. I mean, I know our final jury is going to be really good and they're really going to stick to those core three tenants. Like, we're not going to have a bitter jury. I don't think this season at all. I just don't think that's possible with them all being winners. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so like, you have to look at it this way. Some of them have never lost before. That's so true. In, in their head, they're the best at Survivor, right? So they've never caught a vote, you know, or, or they've never been voted out. Yeah. So in their head, they're the best at Survivor. So you're going to have some people sitting on the jury bench who don't know what it's like to get their torch snuffed and had it snuffed for a game of at two million dollars not a million yeah i think that's an advantage for some of the players that have been voted out though right you have sarah who's been voted out jeremy rob sandra tony Tony. uh who hasn't been voted out let's check this list um parvity parvity yeah i think that's it ethan ethan wait oh amber oh because they played all-stars yeah i totally forgot Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah like totally so I can see a bitter jury, especially being on the on the edge. I think we saw a bitter jury with uh, with season thirty eight, right? Yeah, damn. I and don't want the, a bitter the, jury. The, the, I want this season to be like, I want this season to be like up here and just like top quality, ten out of ten. Like, solid it's so season. impossible to sit here and say like you don't have a bitter jury. Like the jury is is made up of players in the game, and, and, and they're real people. And two million dollars is a lot yes, of money. I can yes. totally understand the bitterness. I just hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, as a fan, like you can sit back and be and be like, well, I don't I don't want the jury to be bitter. Yeah. But as a past player and a big fan of the show, I'll tell you right now, it's very very difficult to walk in there looking at three people sitting on the bench and you think that you should have been there, and to keep your bias, your personal bias, uh, to yourself. Yeah, I the three core tenets of Survivor. Yeah, I think that's super hard. And like, there have been super bitter juries where it was just like the worst possible. Like everyone was pissed, and there were some more like neutral juries. I understand there's always going to be a bit of bias in there. I'm hoping it doesn't get to the point where they're just like yelling and screaming at Treble because I don't want this game to affect these people on like a real life level. And I hope that doesn't happen because it's oh, it's gonna. It's gonna. I know it sucks. I feel bad it's for two, them. It's two million dollars. Two million is huge. It's two million dollars. See, so my problem is I can't conceptualize two million dollars. I I see the number. I can't conceptualize what it would do. Nobody who has ever won the game of Survivor has ever truly become a millionaire. The person that wins this season is going to oh, become a yeah, millionaire. That's fact. Six hundred k, right? That's what you walk away with. What once taxes are taken out. Yeah. But nobody has ever. I don't think in any game show become a millionaire from a game. So somebody this season is going to literally become a millionaire. Damn. You'll have a cool, you know, 1.2 or whatever it is. 1.1. That's cash, dude. Damn. That's a, that's a big, that's a big deal. So you're going to have a bitter jury. It's going to be intense. I would have loved to be a fly in the wall. I would love to be sitting in Rob and Sandra's spy shack, watching that tribal council. That's what I would, I would love. I'd pay money to go <laughs> back in time and sit in season 40 the final tribal council just to watch oh my god i hope we get an ex- i mean i know we get an extended cut but i want an extended extended cut of of this jury i mean this jury is also already shaking out to be depending on who wins from edge where we have two times will come in from edge we might have an edge two two limbs next episode not this episode i'm predicting one after one after. Pre, I think pre-merge or merge. I think there'll be a merge uh, returning, and I think there'll be a six. 
Yeah, I think right before the finale, they'll do one. Yeah, they'll do a merge. So, like, I don't think they're going to merge. Obviously, they're not going to merge because there's two two boots. So I think there's two boots. Then I think there's a merge episode. I think at the merge episode, that's when you're going to have the first person return from the edge, which throws in a whole different dynamic, right? Because we saw Devin's return, and Devin's ended up making it to the pretty much the very end, and, and then Underworld returns, and he makes he wins the season. Yeah. So who, God knows. Who knows? You know, oh, Rob is man. sitting on the edge right now. Rob could freaking win the season. That's that's the crazy thing about this is like Rob could return at six, win, 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 and then end up Boston Rob sitting there final three with two players who really didn't play too hard. Rob's gonna win. Yeah. I mean, I think I think everyone has like a pretty good shot at winning, especially like with Edge. Like once they get back in, when they get back in, all the players are gonna understand I have to build a resume now, especially like Natalie. Like, Natalie has a resume of, I gave these players advantages, and that's why they're, like, here. But also, you got to build, like, a secondary resume to that, being like, okay, but what did you do when you were in the game? I think, you know, and I, I think this holds true with most seasons, is what you do pre-merge really doesn't hold up in the court of tribal approval, right? So you're yeah. going to tribal council. I, I don't know that anybody at Final Tribal cares what you do pre-merge. So if Natalie comes back in at the merge episode, I think Natalie can make a run at this thing, right? Like, I, there's no reason why. And yeah, she has that. I, I went to the edge. I was there for, you know, 15 days. I got a bunch of fire tokens. I won my way back in the game. That's a nice, like, starting piece. Like, that's essentially her beginning of her resume where nobody else at merge would have a resume. But that's also, <laughs> if I'm still in the game and Natalie does return, I'd probably send her ass right back. <laughs> yeah. Well, who do you think has built, like, probably the best resume up to now? Uh, Like, there have been some fairly huge moves done, especially with the Ethan vote-out. The Tyson vote-out was fairly unanimous, not, like, a huge, huge... I don't think anyone can take credibility for that Tyson vote-out. Specifically, it was pretty unanimous. And I I think the only big move was really Ethan. Normally, I could answer this question, right? If I if I if I hadn't played last season, I could answer this question. But knowing how manipulative the the, the edit is, it's yeah. really impossible for us to know who is doing what and pulling what strings. And you could ask ten different people and get ten different answers. Everybody out there thinks that they're calling the shots or they're other they they made moves and they're the catalyst behind this decision, right? Like. So I don't know. I, I have no clue whose resume right now, or even at the very end, whose resume is the strongest. You know, I've just I'll sit back and I'll watch. So it's hard to say like so and so has the best resume up to this point. Edit, like I think Michelle has a really good edit, right? Because the Ethan vote out, we saw her and Jeremy, Jeremy in control. Jeremy want to take a shot at poverty, and Michelle basically said no to poverty, but then we see Ethan get voted out. So I thought that was a huge move to weaken Rob, right? To take take all the steam away from Adam. I mean, Adam literally literally flopped that episode, right? Big so flop. Michelle, Michelle, per the edit, definitely would be the MVP up to this point in my eyes. Um, and again, that's per the edit. I'm, I'm going to put yeah. that disclaimer out there. If, a little if asterisk. Any, yeah, if any like Survivor <laughs> players watch this, I'm ne- I would never throw anybody under the bus. Um, because you, you don't really don't know what the hell's going on. But per the edit, I think Michelle is definitely MVP right now. I, Michelle, I think Michelle's Michelle, in Sophie, it. Michelle, Sophie, or Sarah. I, I, would, I, would, I would go there. I, they're all three of them are real good. They're all doing really, really well. And I think the swap... Well, actually, that move Michelle made by saying no to Parvati, 
great for her because huge. thank huge. god thank god huge. yeah and look at where they're sitting right now so the two of them are together and if if either one can sway one of those boys that's a huge social move right there yeah because at uh, um oh english just left my brain hold up originally parvati and michelle were at odds right because you had the old schoolers versus the new schoolers in the whole Sally tribe but now they have to work together i mean that wasn't going to happen with rob ben and adam because they just like we're not cool working with each other, but Michelle and Parvati are getting along fantastically on, uh, exactly. on, on Michelle still has her existing relationship with Jeremy. So they go from, they go from being on the outs, right? On, well, on the wrong side of the first vote, which is not necessarily the outs being on the wrong side of the first vote to now Michelle is in a really good spot. If she can, if she can finagle her way in with Parvati and Parvati stays in the game, she's protected with Parvati because Parvati is her shield. Yeah. She's got, yeah. she's got Jeremy on the other side, which I think Jeremy and Michelle are playing the game together. That's that's dangerous, because Parvati always obviously has some sway with some of the older players. So they get to emerge, and Michelle, Parvati, Jeremy are still in the game. That that is that is dangerous. I think that's very very dangerous because that's not going to be perceived as a power threesome, um, but it could be. Yeah, and that's yeah. the dangerous part. I mean, with all that, like Wendell talked about it again this episode, and it's just like hammered home that this season is the season of past relationships, and that. Didn't work out for Wendell too much. But it's working great for Parvati. I mean, Parvati was able to get it with Rob and then Ethan and then just is going to be able, like, she she has Tyson and, and she's going to be able to get with those other other players on the other tribe that she hasn't even had a chance to talk to out there yet. And, and going off of past relationships, I think a big relationship that we saw a little bit of, and I think that's, that's foreshadowing what's going to happen down the road, is Tony and Sarah. I think the Tony and Sarah relationship is real. Oh, I yeah. Think that, I think that Cops Are Us is Cops Are Us. Like, and those are two very dangerous players. And if Tony and Sarah are playing this game together, that is ruthless. That's brutal. That is well, a... <laughs> that is, that, I would never want to play the game with Tony and Sarah playing the game together. Well, so I asked Missy, I was like, so what do you think of New Cops for Us? And she was like, dude, that's so dumb. Are you kidding me? But I think, like, once they get to swap, like, I think it was, like, a little dumb. Like, I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, dude, like, that's so dangerous. Like, you're just going to get caught out so easily. Like, I agreed with her. But I think now that they've moved, now that the tribe swap has happened and they've been pulled apart, once they get back together, ooh. Sarah's Sarah's got Sophie with her right now. Theoretically... Theoretically, Ben or Adam go home. Now, Ben, say say Adam goes home. Ben is with Sarah and Sophie now. He's going to be their little sheep, right? Then you've got Tony. Tony has Tony is doing a really good job at saying the Lions stay together, the Lions stay together to try to mitigate his threat level. So I, I think Sandra goes before Tony. I think Kim goes before Tony, right? I think they all stay together. That right there, I could see them making some serious moves deep into the game based off of how this split worked out, this swap shook up, it worked out really well, assuming Tony doesn't go back to travel. If Tony goes to travel, he's going home. I Tony's been very good at keeping himself centered, keeping himself at camp, not booking around, getting idols. Yes. I'm very happy with that. I think the swap worked out great for him. Like, when, when I saw Cops or Us, I was worried. I was like, again, like, this early, like, it was like episode two or three, and I was like, I don't know, man, seems a little risky already. Like, already, like, just 
man, it just seems so risky. I thought it was, I thought it wasn't going to work out. And now that they've I been pulled sure. apart. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Sarah was going to flip on Tony, but if they're if they're playing it cool and not being seen like walking off together, you know, we don't know. Like we don't like, we're not I mean, Tony had on. that scene where him and Sarah were like, if we're going to talk, if they think we're talking already, let's just go talk. Whatever. And maybe they're not being perce- perceived as a dangerous, you know, duo, right? That perception might not be going through somebody's head. Like Tony backstabbed Sarah, right? And then yeah, Sarah exactly. backstabbed Tony. So they both backstabbed each other. Like, there's no way they're going to work together. I really want to see how that that relationship plays out down the road. Because oh, I think that's one. I, I think that's over. like a power couple okay. that no one's no one's eyes are on. No, but if, <laughs> if, if they can stay that way, that's nasty. Oh my god, they're gonna, they're just gonna, I mean, I don't know how, I'll speculate on this. There's t-shirts coming out for Cops or Us. That's what I'm saying. So again, like, read, read between the lines. Exactly. <laughs> Man, this is gonna be, so what do you, what do you, to kind of close out a little bit here, what do you, what do you want to see next episode? What are your kind of predictions? Like, what do you, I don't I guess tomorrow see- night. <laughs> I don't want to see the call going to tribal council. I don't want to see Tony going home. Oh, I, I don't Tony. want. To I don't see, want to see him go. I home. really, really, really don't want to see Tony going home. And I unfortunately, if they go to tribal council, I don't see any situation where he comes out of that unscathed. It, it, I, assuming somebody doesn't play an idol and like, I don't know. I, I just with five people, um, I don't want to see Tony going home. What I, what I, if I was to speculate again, no spoilers here. I would think that. Ben or Adam goes home. I'm going to say it's Ben because Adam has been getting pretty okay content. I think Ben goes home. Oh, yeah, I, I would say Adam goes home. I think Adam's more untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why they would keep him in because uh, he's like, he, Ben is a wild card. Ben is dangerous. Yeah. Like you don't know what Ben's going to do. And he's proven that like in his season. And then in this season, like, I don't, I don't think Sophie and Sarah would keep Ben in. I think they would, they would make Adam pledge their loyalty, right? And, oh, and I yeah, think true, 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 true. It's a stronger move. Um, and then on the other tribe, I would say it's going to be Parvati or Wendell. I would say I want to see Parvati, but I think it's going to be Wendell. Mm-hmm. That's I, my guess because I, I think I think Yule is safe. I think Nick gets swayed over by the girls. I think Michelle does not vote with Wendell. So that already has been set up to not be a successful pair in the game. Michelle and Parvati are, are shown strategizing together. So they're going to pick off one of the three guys. They're not going to pull Wendell over. They're not going to pull Yule over. I think Nick is Nick is the one that, that ends up flop, like switching, and then Wendell goes home. I, I agree with like all of those. Those make so much sense to me. It sucks because I don't want Wendell to go home. <laughs> I know. I want Wendell to stay in. I love Wendell. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to work through those technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll cut Absolutely. those out. Um, you, I should, I gotta remember to do this at the beginning of the episode. I'm terrible. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify, uh, and YouTube. And I think you got anything you want to plug? You can find Aaron. Just follow me, Aaron. Aaron C. Meredith on Instagram. ACM yeah. underscore Fitness uh, Twitter on Twitter. Those Not too be... too active right now. Those will be in the description and the end card. So you'll be fine. All right. Uh, oh, man. I don't know who I have coming up. I never like to say who I have coming on next episode because it is always up in the air. I have a 
something confirmed and then it might fall through. We never know. I live week to week. You got somebody from my season coming? I'm not sure, but um, if you're, we'll we'll talk after. We'll talk after I close out the episode. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Peace out. Bye. See you next episode. <laughs>